You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 1600 ESPN. We normally are on 104.3 The Fan. Uh, some Broncos training camp programming moved us over to our sister station. Next week, we'll be back at our normal 9-2-11 on 104.3 The Fan. Let's go to the phones. And joining us, uh, one of our favorite contributors, at least I say that when he's on the line, so he thinks I like him, J.R. Pierce. Good morning, J.R. And good morning to you, my loosely saying friend, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, um, you've been with us for a lot of years, but usually you're when we move over to ESPN, we're on later. So we might be talking to some people who aren't familiar with Colorado Clays right now. Why don't you give them a rundown of what you're all about? And thanks for that, Terry. You know, I always love uh, reaching out to new people to let them know what we're all about and hopefully get them here so they can truly enjoy what we are about. So Colorado Clays is Colorado's premier and uh, voted as Colorado's number one public access shooting range. Uh, we feature the very finest recreational shooting opportunities, including but certainly not limited to uh, 50 and 100-yard rifle ranges with video viewing, 25-yard uh, pistol ranges with target return system. Uh, we have traps, skeet, wobble traps, sporting clays, training traps, shotgun patterning areas, and much, much more, Terry. And, you know, now really is a very popular time to visit Colorado Clays because we have a lot going on and truly something for everyone. Uh, we're right in the middle of our event season, hosting events for everything from small family groups to corporate and fundraiser events with hundreds of people, uh, lots of folks getting ready for hunting seasons, everything from doves, upland, waterfowl, small game, big game, muzzleloader, and rifle. Of course, our summer uh, trap and sporting clays leagues are in full force, uh, youth tournaments, and, uh, and so much more, Terry. And, of course, remember, are open to the public, no membership required, recreation of shooting that is available to anyone. So a uh, lot going on now. There really is. I want to touch on a few of those. One is muzzleloader. That season is going to be here so quick, and there aren't necessarily a lot of places that are muzzleloader friendly. Are you guys, do you have all the facilities set up so a muzzleloader can get ready for big game? Well, Terry, and that's a really good point. Our rifle range, which is an NRA-approved state-of-the-art rifle and pistol or rifle range, uh, we have 50 and 100-yard target options. So a lot of the muzzleloaders need that uh, short-range target to get on paper before they push it out to 100. Uh, of course, having the video viewing at the 100. The beauty of our range, Terry, is that it is a hybrid-type range, so it's not indoor or outdoor. What we have is all the comforts of an indoor range, meaning, you know, padded seats, padded benches, uh, lights, uh, concrete area, everything you would expect from an indoor range, but downrange, it is going to be open air and natural airflow. So those muzzle loaders don't cause the smoky problem like they can in other ranges. So our, uh, our uh, rifle facility is extremely muzzleloader friendly, and a lot of people take advantage of that. And as we've been saying, Terry, it's time to get on the ball because that's creeping up on us. Well, another thing I like is you can shoot from various positions at your range. A lot of guys just sight in, but they don't shoot from different from standing, sitting, laying, and it can make such a difference in the impact of your shot. Absolutely, Terry. So we do offer prone, sitting, 
uh, standing and even sticks. Uh, all of those are available. We actually also have a variety of different types of rests, um, some composite rests, sandbag rests, lead sleds, and everything in between available to our customers uh, to use as needed to site in. Um, all of those are going to be factors and definitely figure out which is going to recreate the type of hunting you plan to do so you're preparing similar to how your hunt's going to be happening. You know, I want to uh, talk a little bit, too, because dove season is coming up. And, of course, we always tease a lot about doves and all that. But it's coming up here in just a couple weeks. And it can be a tremendous way not only for advanced or avid hunters to get sharp in their game or to get out and get some table fare, but to me it's one of the very best things to breaking kids in to the shotgunning sports. And Nate Zielinski and I talked about this earlier in the show later, and I, uh, a point came to mind. We talk about your patterning board all the time and how you can tell what a, where a shotgun is hitting, the density of the pattern. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but when I was young, my first shotgun was a 410, and that was also my deer rifle. Well, <clears throat> it's almost a crime to give a kid a 410 because the pattern is so small, it's hard to hit anything. Where you maybe, I know you're trying to keep impact down, maybe, or recoil. Maybe you'd be better with a 20-gauge, even though it might have a little more recoil. You'd have such a pattern. Have you compared, like, a 410 to a 20 to a 12 just to see the size of the patterns? Yeah, Terry, and we've done all different ones. And here's the thing, like you say, everybody is going to be at a different point or level in their annual hunt preparation now. Uh, some people haven't shot since last year. Uh, we got some new youth coming in. Some people have done some shooting but have particular things to work on. So it's always a good starting point, Terry, to pattern a gun. This is so that you know um, how big your pattern is at a given distance, how your pattern uh, density is, and your pellet distribution. All of those will determine how many pellets you have on target at a given distance. And uh, some people need to move slower. They can go from the pattern board up to our training trap, shoot some straightaways, and then go down to the courses and find targets they need to work on. The youth in particular, like you say, Terry, this is a dilemma. So, yes, the 410 pattern, if you're doing it in a competitive aspect, is considered an expert gun. Yet a lot of us started out on the 410, and a lot of times it is the most appropriate because the gun isn't as heavy, the recoil isn't as much. And if you do get a new modern youth uh, type 410 with chokes and different loads available nowadays, there actually can be a very effective gun. You just need to know your limitations. And once again, that is where Colorado Clays really comes into play because you can go up to the pattern board and just see at what range you start losing the, the effective pellets on target and uh, you can adjust your shooting to your effective range. Um, I'll say it's uh, one thing about shooting clays, too. I've said this for years, is a clay target is very similar in size to the uh, area you're shooting at on a dove. So not only will you be shooting at similar size targets, but you can determine how well you're hitting them and watch your effective range and uh, do your ranging and lead uh, calculations here rather than in the field on opening day. I couldn't agree more. And I, I think if you're... I'm going to say this, if, you're, if your youth can handle a 20-gauge, start them at a 20-gauge, possibly. But you know what? 
experiment with some different guns, but because of the different operations of guns, the way the internal mechanics work, the way that different guns recoil, and the way they need to fit, sometimes you find that a smaller gauge doesn't necessarily give you less effective recoil either. No, Terry, and I will say one one thing on that note. Uh, The weight of the gun affects recoil a lot. So oftentimes, if you get too lightweight of a 410, I've seen some little plastic stock brake action ones that actually kick more than a 20 gauge with a target load. Now, the other consideration, of course, is the stature of the, the youth or person shooting the gun. They have to be able to hold it up and handle it. Uh, if they're able to, they actually make some really good low-recoil loads, um, di- many different manufacturers uh, that are low-recoil by design, and I would definitely encourage anybody that's taken their youth to a 20-gauge to look into those low-recoil and sometimes lower-velocity rounds to keep that uh, recoil anticipation out of their shot process. And then you've gotten them a gun that they can take and grow with and do a lot of hunt. A 20 gauge is a real versatile gun. You can do a lot of hunting with it. Absolutely, Terry. You can get pretty much any load um, in a 20 gauge. You can in any other gauge, maybe not quite the capacity, but some of the new loads have a very good shot charge, are very effective, and sometimes I have seen 20 gauges pattern as well or better than 12 gauges uh, depending on the selection of ammo and choke. So uh, a 20 gauge is a very effective gun. Like you say, you can start with it and use it throughout your life. Uh, Nothing wrong with going that route as long as uh, whoever starts with it can handle it. All right. Now, We've got big game seasons are just around the corner, and I know you haven't started your clinics yet, but I, you know how adamant I am about people not waiting till the last minute to get in with their rifles and scopes. Um, what's the timing of when you'll start offering special things there? But you can come in anytime and get help, right? Of course, Terry. Of course, our range is open to the public year-round, so anybody can come in and get started on their own. Uh, we have the uh, most knowledgeable and certified staff in the industry. So anybody could do a one-on-one lesson with one of our staff and definitely put themselves ahead. We do have our big game sighting clinics that we generally start in about September. Uh, we have rifle 101 classes throughout the year as well. So a whole variety of options for learning your rifle learning rifle shooting, uh, making sure you have the correct optics that they're mounted on properly, and, of course, finding the most effective load for your gun for the type of hunting you're going to be doing. So all of that available at Colorado Clays all year round. This might be the year, because we went through a few years where ammunition was hard to get, and you and I both preach you need to practice with what you're going to shoot with because it will affect your impact, your travel, the way the shot, your confidence in your shot. This might be the year to experiment now with a few different shots and then buy some for both sighting in and hunting because there seems to be an abundance finally available. Yeah, lots of loads out there, Terry. The market has come back around. And 24 years of doing this, Terry, I can tell you for a fact, um, most guns have a most accurate load. And the difference between the inaccurate loads and the accurate loads is sometimes mind-boggling. 
and I'm talking a six-inch circle at 100 yards versus six bullets nearly touching by changing nothing more than the load. So I absolutely encourage everyone to consider, if you don't already have a load that you're confident with that is accurate enough for you, to look at some of the other loads out there. And, Terry, oftentimes it's not the most expensive ammo that is going to be the most accurate. So uh, consider that possibility as well. It really does vary by gun and load. I mean, you, to pick out a load that could be very accurate in my gun might not be the one that's accurate in yours. Absolutely, Terry. And like I say, you always want to pick a round that's going to be effective at harvesting the game you're hunting. And you need to be confident that and feel that you have the right ammo. And if you don't know, of course, ask around and uh, get those opinions. But guns vary one to the next and it's just amazing how many factors there are uh, you know twists in the barrel you just go down down the list but everyone has a personality and each ammo generally is going to perform a little bit different in that gun some t- a lot of people go after the high muzzle velocities that is not necessarily always the most accurate load and the ones that can tell you that are the hand loaders they go through this they do fractions of a grain at a time until they find the amount of powder with a particular bullet in their gun that is the most accurate and it's definitely something if you haven't seen it um, you wouldn't believe how much difference it makes last thing i want to talk about and that's the fact that i know you're really busy there and i'm of course on assignment in minnesota uh, having to fish Lake Superior and then a bunch of the walleye and bass lakes in Minnesota here. And I don't want you to feel bad for me that I'm having to take this time to do this research, but I promise you I will send you pictures so you know how hard I'm working and that the fishing is being taken care of. I have no doubt, Terry, uh, in your ability to perform your job at the highest of level, and uh, I'm sure your pictures will have a grin, um, even though I know you're just digging me. <laughs> Thank you, Jr. All right. Thanks, Terry. Hey, Jr. how do they find you? Give us a call, 303-659-7117. Go to our website, coloradoclays.com. Feel free to take the virtual tour. Um, look at our facility, see how we do things. But by all means, take the time to come check us out. Uh, like I said, Terry, we got something for everybody. All right, my friend. Have a great rest of the weekend. All right. You as well. All right. JR from Colorado Clays, great people. We'll take a quick time out and we come back. We'll wrap up this week's edition of Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear on ESPN 1600.